Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. People living on the Bahama Islands working to clean up the mess left behind by Hurricane Dorian two weeks ago while looking over their shoulders as Tropical Storm Umberto gaining strength about 30 miles east-northeast of Great Abaco Island. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres says developing countries can't be left to foot the bill following new large-scale climate-related disasters. We must improve access to development financing. In cases like uh, the Bahamas, I strongly support proposals to convert debt into investment in resilience. The White House says Hamza bin Laden, the son of the late al-Qaeda leader who became an increasingly prominent figure in the terrorist organization, has been killed in a U.S. counterterrorism operation in the Afghan-Pakistan region, but no other details are forthcoming from officials. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka explains the ripple effects of Brexit. There is no Donald Trump without Brexit. There is no new Australian nationalist government. Brexit was the first moment where a nation of a Western civilization said, we've had enough of the crooks on the left and the right. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Hour 2 of your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner Mitch Berg is coming up next right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. And if you like what you hear on air each day, drop by and give us a like on Facebook. You'll find local news stories, free resources, contests, and info about our upcoming events. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. High of 74, mostly sunny into the evening. Chance of thunderstorms and a low of 62. the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network 651-289-4488 Join me if you would please for a second hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network You can join me by the way here at AM 1280 the Patriot here in the Twin Cities or should you choose to you can also uh, enjoy that crystal clear FM sound in the West Metro that's uh, FM 107.5. If you're already uh, listening to us on FM 107.5 in the West Metro, uh, wave your hands in the air like you just don't care. I can see you out there. Uh, also, we're on uh, Twitter at uh, hashtag Narn Show. We are on, uh, what else are we on here? Oh, yeah, we are on online at am12athepatriot.com. And, of course, uh, we our podcasts are available at am12athepatriot.com slash podcasts. Uh, talking a lot about the Michelle Malkin tickets, which are uh, available evening with Michelle Malkin coming up a week from Tuesday. Uh, you have, uh, it gives us, what, nine days to get your tickets uh, lined up? Do it! You're, you're, we'll drive you crazy telling you about it. We have some other surprises in Ray, this appearance coming up here. Oh, is that is that a cliffhanger? Why? Yes, yes it is. Consider yourself cliffhangered. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to this. I've talked with Michelle Malkin in the past. I am looking forward to talking with her again. She is an absolute powerhouse. Let's see. Where were we? Yeah, the overreach on the part of the Democratic Party, which, as we pointed out in the last segment, has flipped the favorability ratings 
of the uh, of the two parties since well within the last year is with us always and and the thing that i i i in talking with my progressive friends and progressive neighbors and acquaintances because i have quite a few of them i mean it's hard to work at a company in uh, in the twin cities without running into a progressive or two my previous engagement before my current job was heavily dominated by people who are overt progressives and god bless them i don't care people can have their own politics and long as they let me have mine i don't care now problem is they usually don't uh so i keep my politics to myself when i'm at work but not only is it political overreach that has seems to be costing the Democrat Party some <clears throat> favorability numbers in this latest Pew poll, which, again, like all polls a year before the election, is fairly meaningless. In fact, as I've said before, the only poll that really means anything will be the one taken on the first week, uh, first Tuesday in uh, November next year. But one of the things that is a symptom, not just of the overreach, but a symptom of the thing that, that lost the Democrats the election in 2016, and maybe what costs them again next year, maybe, heaven willing and with a tailwind, is the same sort of thing that lost them in 2016. Now, now, when you get right down to it, Donald Trump won the election, clearly, even though he is a deeply flawed candidate, a deeply flawed person. I don't think anyone, even his most uh, Kool-Aid sodded fan, would say anything other than the fact that the guy the guy is an interesting personality, to say the least, in the full Minnesotan sense of the term interesting. And yet, he managed to take advantage of something. In fact, he managed to tur- do something that is well known to practitioners of judo, turn your opponent's strength against them. The Democratic Party uh, spent a couple of years during the last presidential election playing to, and some might say pandering to, identity groups. They played identity politics at a full contact level. They they showed that they had made the varsity uh, when it comes to identity politics. And in so doing, they did something that no one had ever really been able to do before, really. They turned blue-collar white guys, and to some extent, blue-collar white women, into an identity group of their own, <laughs> against their will in some respects. I, I mean, I mean blue-collar white guys turned into an identity group that voted for Donald Trump in overwhelming, cataclysmic, you could say biblical numbers. And far from learning their lesson, progressives have doubled, one might say even tripled or quadrupled down on the identity politics. I, I mean, they, they've done it at sort of a of an of a elemental level, like, like going after ICE, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. Tide Pod Evita, uh, and her, the rest of her <clears throat> squad, pushing for the abolition of the the customs enforcement agency the the border police for lack of a better term uh they've they've gone after i they, they they've tripled down on identity politics and we saw perhaps the most comical version of that this past uh this past week 
uh, as a de- uh, the new Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee's uh, executive director made a statement that that proved to my satisfaction that the Democratic Party has learned nothing from 2016. In fact, they may have regressed even further. Now, you recall, Hillary Clinton voiced her contempt for the odd ducks out of her identity politics circus, blue-collar white guys, terming them white guys who hadn't gone to college, clung to their uh, their Jesus and their guns as a basket of deplorables. And as might be expected, those deplorables took umbrage at the characterization and voted in, in biblical numbers for Donald Trump, giving him the greatest upset win since Truman beat Dewey in 1948. You'd think they might have learned something from that. And and they they, they you you could find some examples where some Democrats somewhere are starting to to realize oh you know we have really kind of cut our own throats in the American heartland. I, I've been hearing Heidi Heitkamp, former senator from North Dakota, who lost her sinecure in uh, in in my native state uh, in in the last round of elections, being one of the senators who uh, got their seats flipped uh, last year. Uh, going around at the head of a of a major nonprofit, uh, trying to get Democrats to recognize that farm people aren't a bunch of mouth breathing, tobacco chawing, family molesting caricatures, and not getting a lot of traction at it. By the way, <laughs> Heidi Heitkamp. By the way, I'd be far too liberal for North Dakota, like call like uh, like a lot of rural Democrats. Uh, presented a very different picture at home than she did inside uh, the Beltway, and she got busted for it last year. All she had to do was not be crazy. Once she went to D.C., she couldn't pull it off, and yet she is trying to pass herself off as sort of an elder stateswoman within the party, reaching out to people who, it needs to be said, had kept Democrats in the Senate for a generation and a half in North Dakota a state that will not send another Democrat to Congress, House or Senate, for the rest of our lives. By the way, some district in Minnesota here, once Colin Peterson retires, that one's gone too to the Democrats. Uh, they've, they have effectively alienated rural America. So have they learned their lesson? This past week, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, that's DCCC's newly appointed executive director, came out and saying she wants to, by the way, her name is Lucinda Gwynn, and her plan to bring progressives back among the identity group that they lost, well, created to lose, Lucinda Gwynn, the new DCCC campaign chair, the executive director, wants to cancel male political candidates. Not run women against them. Not promote the fortunes of women in politics, progressive women, of course, in politics. No, 
cancel male candidates. Gwen, a former executive director at pro-infanticide fundraising giant Emily's List, was named executive director of the embattled DCCC. The news comes as a blow to male Democrats, as Gwen has indicated on social media that she does not want men to run for office. In a February tweet, Gwen appeared to agree with other users' proposal that we shouldn't let boys run for office anymore. I'm trying to imagine what would happen in Democrat circles if someone were to refer to candidates as female uh, aspirants to office as girls. Don't diminish us. Don't infantilize us. We're women, not girls. Lucinda Gwynn uh, appeared to agree uh, that they shouldn't, quote, let boys run for office anymore, end quote. The idea was initially raised by a liberal think tank, the Third Way's senior vice president, Lene Erickson, who asked, quote, anyone else having the feeling that maybe you just shouldn't let boys run for president anymore? Sure do, said Gwen. The DCCC did not return requests for comment. Oh, I bet they did not. It's unclear if two male Democrats have supported the hiring of Gwen, Representative Tony Cardenas of California and Scott Peters of California are aware of Gwynn's potential ban on male candidates. Neither of them would return a request for comment. How do you think? Gwynn's hiring comes at a time of turmoil within the DCCC. Uh, Former executive director Allison Jaslow, a gay combat veteran, resigned after the Washington Free Beacon discovered anti-gay and racist tweets sent by a recently promoted staffer, Taylor Coleman. So what you have here is the Democratic Party, or at least one of their key most important fundraising arms, basically cutting half the population loose, saying that half the population is an identity group that they want to disenfranchise. If you have a Y chromosome, They want you to sit at the back of the bus. This is what the Democrat Party stands for these days. Turning all women into an identity group facing down all men, even their own men, or as they refer to them, boys. 651-289-4488. Corruption here in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Corruption here in Minnesota politics. It, it does happen. Go nowhere. We will be right back. Shake, shake, shake. Say what you got. Say what God give you, baby. Until the break goes down. Please, please, please. Get up on your feet. Finish what you started, baby. Because I need some relief. I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times. Now the woman once called by Mother Jones magazine, the high priestess of pop religion, is taking the leap from the pulpit to the podium. And it goes without saying, that's why I'm running for president. 
Marianne Williamson has quite a legacy. She participated in Hillary Clinton's seances. She is a true New Age guru made more popular than even she anticipated, thanks to Oprah Winfrey. At the 2020 debates, the progressive left are letting their freak flag fly. They're coming out of the closet about their support for taking away everyone's health insurance, dismantling the border, and freeing criminals. Why shouldn't they come out of the closet about their New Age beliefs as well? And Marianne Williamson is clearly an admired guru. It just doesn't get any stranger than our current political climate in America. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. Call 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328, that's 800-293-0328. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They they may even stay for a year or so, and then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best $19.95 you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. AM1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call should you care to join me, and I hope you do, because the show is just barely beginning here. The fun is literally, well, literally a little over half over. Figuratively, it is all just beginning. 651-289-448. Don't forget, evening with Michelle Malkin coming up just a week from Tuesday. Tickets available at all levels, but they are going smoking fast. Get in on there. Plus, there's some special events coming up uh, uh, both before and after the event. I think uh, maybe we'll get some Narn fans together afterwards. We'll check it out. By the way, we have some more events coming up here in the future. I mean, Michelle Malkin isn't the end of it, but this is the one you want to be up here. You will be driven crazy. And so when we drive you crazy telling about how much fun it is, you'll be faking it when you say... But you know you will. 
Michelle Malkin coming to town finally. It's been a few years. Well, well, well overdue. 651-289-4488. By the way, we have... um, we have a bunch more events coming up here. It's going to be such an amazing fall here at am 12 com. So Democrats forming a, a whole new uh, identity group. We'll, we'll come back to that a little later. In fact, this, this, this is a story that's going to be pretty evergreen until some point uh, when the Democratic Party finally, finally cuts itself loose of the progressive lunacy that currently dominates it. But I don't know what it's going to take to do that. They think it's going well for that point of view, because in the bubble in which they live, it's reasonable to assume that they do, uh, that they do have it going on fairly well for them. Inside the blue bubble, for people who have the money, the power, the qualifications, it seems like it's the best of times. Kind of like the person who gets a a stern knock upside the head from a cashier and says, what do you mean my check is being declined? I have, what do you mean I'm, I'm non-sufficient? I got plenty of checks left. That's kind of what modern progressive government is like as it confronts real world, uh, the, the, the effects of the real world. We, we have an example of this going on in Minneapolis today, and it shows us the extent to which big left, as reflected in uh, organizations like the DFL, people who are have no need to worry about being held accountable by, I don't know, political competition, except from their left, uh, how they act uh, around your money and the power that they have taken from you. I, I heard this and I thought, my goodness, what could possibly go wrong? This past week, Minneapolis, by the way, this is from Fox 9, uh, the Minneapolis City Council voted unanimously Friday morning yesterday to approve a controversial new ordinance designed to <laughs> protect renters. Oh, when government come, when a single party government comes out to, quote, protect you, end quote, duck and cover. The, quote, renter's protection ordinance prevents landlords from using old criminal or housing records to deny applicants. Specifically, an applicant cannot be denied if they have a misdemeanor conviction older than three years, a felony dating back seven years, and more serious offenses that occurred 10 plus years ago. Okay, say what you will about that. I mean, there's a case to be made that people with records who have cleaned up their act, deserve a second chance. It should be a matter of conscience, I think it's fair to say, but fine. I I don't have violent free market reactions to this idea. I have violent reactions about the uh, overreach of political of, of use of political power in the service of of politically correct virtue signaling, but fine. People who have misdemeanors older than three years, eh, felonies seven years, and more serious offenses, 10 plus years ago, there's a case to be made that that someone who has, when you say more serious than a felony, eh, what are we talking, murder, kidnapping, rape? What serious offenses that go back 10 years ago are people being protected from being held accountable for? I'm assuming, by the way, that those don't include tweets in support of conservative causes. I digress. Uh, 
Here's the part that deserves a little, a lot of scrutiny and in a sane city would deserve a bit of electoral backlash, but will certainly get backlash from the market. Landlords also lose the use of a credit score during the screening process, and there is a new cap on security deposits at one month's rent. Previously, property, this is Fox 9 again, property owners could look at someone's criminal and credit history before renting to them, sometimes going back a decade. Renters said mistakes of the past should not affect their future, especially something from 10 to 20 years ago. And you know, there is a case to be made that after a number of years of law-abiding behavior, that they might get a, a, a break might be warranted three years for a misdemeanor eh, a little tight for my tastes seven years for a felony well it depends on the felony 10 years for for what more serious offenses murder rape kidnapping spree killing what what more serious offenses massive fraud would bernie madoff qualify after 10 years okay case to be made there Feel free to make it, by the way, at 651-289-4488. But the loss of the use of a credit score during the screening process and the cap on security deposits? Let's think this one through, people. If you are now debarred the use of being able to use a credit score to find out if you are talking to someone who has made a habit of renting places, and skipping out, leaving a lot of bills, and leaving a lot of damage, damage that went above and beyond their damage deposit, what are you going to do when you have no means at hand to manage the risk attendant to renting out a property? What are you going to do? And before you answer that, if you are a progressive, or even if you are a, a conservative who lives in a place that with relatively sane laws about renting. In other words, places that let you use the property you own in your own enlightened best interests. Before you answer that question, remember that in the cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul both, and increasingly the first tiers of suburbs, landlords are public enemy number one. Oh, you start talking with landlords who, who still somehow or other managed to eke out an operation in the inner cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul, and even for that matter, the, the first couple rings of suburbs, your Richfields and Rosevilles and your Bloomingtons, you get the impression that the city governments in both in all of these cities have their priorities just a tad out of whack. You listen to the, 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 the apparatchiks, of the Democrat Party talking about landlords, you'd start to wonder if the dialect in the cities uh, doesn't has, hasn't changed the name landlord to slumlord, because it's the only term they can ever use. The rules that you have to follow and the hoops you have to jump through as a landlord in any of these cities have long since passed the realm of common sense. I mean, yes, you don't want to be renting out fire traps, and the city has an interest in making sure that rental properties uh, are safe 
uh, in, in the sense that they're not going to burn down, blow up, trapping people inside and spreading damage to other properties around them. That is actually a legitimate aim of government. Unfortunately, both city councils have given both city bureaucracies an amazing amount of leeway to go far beyond basic safety. They've given them the ability to basically make up the rules as they go along. Uh, With the upshot being that it is a huge financial commitment and a commitment of your time and effort and energy to rent out property. If you rent out property, a complaint to the city can bring down a world of tickets and fines and administrative court appearances there, where which are, quite frankly, rigged against the landlords in the interest of things that are utterly cosmetic and have little or nothing to do with safety, certainly nothing to do with the, the life or death safety issues that are put out there. So, Running a rental property is an expensive, time-consuming proposition. I heard it once estimated that in the city of St. Paul, uh, to manage properties, if you wanted to, to, to manage properties, it didn't make economic sense to manage properties if you had less than seven units. And that was 20 years ago. That number's gone up, which means if you inherited a duplex from your grandma renting those use, those units out will probably end you up with a net loss because the city-mandated maintenance, the upgrades, the, the code enforcement uh, infractions will eat up the mortgage, excuse me, the rents that you collect, and considerably more. You have to run well over seven properties to break even, which is a full-time job. Forget about just running one on the side. So what... What they're telling you now is that you got to take on all those burdens, but you get to do nothing to safeguard your investment at all. So someone could come in and damage the bejeebers out of that property, and all you're going to get to safeguard that property is one month's rent. What happens to affordable housing? It goes away. More when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. 
Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. We've all had the talk. There's differing opinion on when it's right to have the talk, disagreements about the best way to approach it, and places it's inappropriate to have the discussion. There's even people who will avoid the conversation at all costs, despite its importance. We're talking, of course, about immigration reform and the border crisis. Oh, that's what you meant. The hot topic that's being discussed around water coolers and dinner tables across the country. Plus, it's a key factor in the 2020 elections. That's why The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin on Tuesday the 24th. Bring a friend who loves intelligent radio and pick up an extra ticket for an acquaintance who gets a little anxious about the talk. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. Remember, only elite VIP ticket holders get meet-and-greet access and a photo with Michelle. So get yours before they're gone at am1280thepatriot.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. AM 12A, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. So we got cultural battles going on all over the place. AM 12A, The Patriot, is at the forefront of accurate reporting and sparking intelligent conversation about the world around us. That's why we're looking to honor this year's cultural warrior, someone who's gone above and beyond to affect culture. These are people who push our country in a positive direction and who face public backlash as a result. So who are we talking about? So you can help us find this year's culture warrior by nominating them at am12athepatriot.com. By the way, you can nominate anybody you want. The deadline is coming up at the end of September, so make sure you nominate them. By the way, I personally am not eligible as a station employee, so I appreciate the nominations I have gotten. We need to go outside the station for this. Uh, not as qualified as I may well be for this honor. That's, uh, that's, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, I'm glad, to, I'm looking forward to see who, who, who all do nominate. 651-289-4488. Also found on the uh, web on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Uh, so anyway, we're talking about the city of Minneapolis, which has, uh, done, done so, well, like the song said, history never repeats, which is kind of a Pollyannaish view because history repeats constantly. And in single-party sinecure governments like Minneapolis has, history repeats constantly. We know this because the city of Minneapolis is doing more or less exactly what the city of New York did 50 years ago. City of New York, 
this brought, was brought to mind by uh, a, a remark from a woman I try to talk about less these days, Tide Pod Evita, a.k.a. Representative Ocasio-Cortez from the Bronx. Uh, and she, she tweeted I don't know, two weeks ago, uh, something to the effect of uh, oh, housing isn't affordable. You look at what happened in Manhattan. This is what happens when people profit too much from housing. And, of course, it's complete balderdash, like most everything economic that uh, that Tide Padavita has to say. Back in the 1960s, the, quote, crisis in affordable housing hit Manhattan. And in response, as, as New York City in general, and Manhattan in particular, becoming too expensive to live in, the city of New York imposed what they called rent control, among many other measures, including greatly limiting landlords' discretion in, in renting out properties to, to people. The result over the course of 10, count them, 10 years, was to make housing even less affordable as landlords, uh, realizing that there was a maximum that, that they could get out of these properties, even as the prices and taxes for the properties and the prices to maintain these properties skyrocketed. They couldn't raise the rent. As long as you stayed in the place that you were in as of the deadline or could pass it down to someone with a reasonable claim to the property, to the rental, I should say, it's not even property ownership, you could not raise the rent. And so for decades, it was a game in New York City to... to to find people who were leaving rent-controlled apartments whose rents had been frozen in the 1960s and try to find a way to wheedle into some kind of claim to get a nice place sometimes for an insanely low price. Now, these properties have disappeared from the market over time, but the damage was done. In the 1970s, as less desirable properties found the rent controls uh, to be, I mean, had rent controls and other restrictions on landlords applied to them. You had the situation where, in vast swaths of New York City, especially in the outer bur- uh, boroughs, Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, long blocks of pre turn of the century, pre World War One brownstones, which needed a lot of maintenance work which costs a lot of money anywhere, and even more in places like New York, where because of city regulations, the repair people all have to be organized, uh, registered with the city, licensed, and unionized to protect the worker. Repairing these old buildings and old high-density housing stock became more and more expensive, even as the income that you could get from them was further and further restricted, and your rights to enforce your own policies to protect your investment were further and further curtailed. And so landlord after landlord after landlord was faced with a, cho- with a choice. If they didn't own the property in a very highly desirable location like Manhattan, it became impossible to economically sustain that investment. And sooner than later, it became cheaper to cut your losses and abandon the property, sometimes burning it down for the insurance money, more often just saying, i got to get out of here while the getting's good. And so during the 1970s and into the, 1980, into the late 1980s, as the full weight of the proposal 
took aim at the landlords of New York, you had a situation where countless square miles of places like Bedford-Stuyvesant and Crown Heights were full of vacant, dilapidated, crumbling structures that were uh, uninhabitable or sometimes entire rows of blocks of houses that had burned down, uh, vacant blocks of vacant lots burned down because there's nobody to call in a fire alarm. It looked a little bit like Detroit looks today. And yet it was an, it was absolutely impossible to find an affordable apartment. The kind of place, I mean, it was impossible to even get a situation like you got in Detroit a few years ago where you could get uh, houses semi-viable houses for for five six thousand dollars because nobody wanted them you couldn't do that because the 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 barriers to ownership placed by the city's meddling in the market made it impossible to to afford to to rehab a property that that was not a whole lot different than the ones that were getting sky high rents a few miles away now the difference between what the city of minneapolis is doing today and what the city of New York did 50 years ago is non-existent. <laughs> There's no difference. The city of Minneapolis is following the exact same primrose path of virtue signaled intentions to provide affordable housing for the poor by making it impossible to provide Affordable housing without massive government subsidy, of course. Subsidies that will be paid for by taxpayers who don't want to live around the decay that is the inevitable result of policies like these. It is inevitable. It is inexorable. When government decides to try to make housing unaffordable, by making it harder for the market to provide, their choice is make the government the only landlord, the only viable landlord for the non-luxury market, or resign yourself to the fact that you are looking at a city that is going to start a tailspin into blight that can only be cured by the likes of a Rudy Giuliani installing order. And I got news for you. Someone like a Rudy Giuliani is not going to come from the city of Minneapolis. 651-289-448. Let's go to the phones. Mark, St. Louis Park. Northern, you're here on the air. Go right ahead. It's a great show. Just right in my alley. Been in the business 25 years. Property in St. Louis Park, whatever, they're like the baby sister of Minneapolis. Whatever Minneapolis does comes right here within 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 a year. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's uh, I know property owners and landlords, are, they're getting out just because of the special assessments, the property taxes, the new license codes. That alone, they're getting out of the business. Oh, yeah. It, uh, nothing to do with uh, uh, with these morons doing this on, on, on this, the city council. But what scares me is one of the quotes in the paper was uh, the advocacy that Avery Taylor, the lead tenant organization for Homeline, this is only a first step in a long list of things that need to be done. Oh yeah. But can I just mention? Can I just mention about the, about the, uh, the deposits? Yes. I r- rented to a gentleman who had an eviction down his luck. Uh, okay, I ended up renting to him, but uh, I said, "Here's the deal. I want uh, uh, first month's rent plus plus two 
months, two months for deposit. Yep. He wasn't because he was at higher business risk. Yep. Sure enough, uh, within, uh, well, it took him a couple of years. He stopped paying and he reverted back to his old habits. Oh. And uh, p- past behavior is the best indicator of future behavior. That's why we do this. I had to evict him. But I took the extra pauses because this guy was a, he was a business risk. That's what you have to do. Absolutely. You can't limit it to one to a month deposit uh, for everybody. Yeah, and it will get um, to the point where small. Want, oh, sorry, and it will get no, no problem, no problem. It will get to the point where small private landlords cannot do business as a business anymore. They will have to operate as subsidized arms of government, which is not why people like you get into that business. And by the way, that's one of the reasons. Thanks for your call, as always, Mark. That's one oh, of the yeah. main reasons why over the last decade and change. As the city of St. Paul worked harder and harder to supply affordable housing to people who needed affordable housing, the number of small landlords in St. Paul dropped from somewhere around 4,000 to under 1,000 inside, uh, inside of a decade or so. And, and I think it's in, uh, in, uh, falling even further from there. Let's go to line uh, two. In line of lakes, John, you're on the Northern Alliance. Go right ahead. Hey, thank you. I, you know, it should be mandatory that the leader city leaders that make these proposals should have some experience in dealing with low income housing i had uh, my wife and i had my wife and i had two duplexes in the Payne Fallon area we got rid of in uh, i guess the late 80s and uh, the people you're dealing with for the most part are deadbeats they don't have you know, they might be 30 or 40 years old they don't have a checking account they don't have savings account uh, i've had to file multiple evictions and then at that, can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah. yeah we got you loud and clear. Okay. Keep going. And then at, at, back in those days, I think the cost of an eviction was only about $35 in St. Paul. Yep. I think it's hundreds of dollars now. And, and, and all uh, sorts of court you, time. You, 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 yeah, and you can, you can get a judgment, but just try to collect. Uh, the one I did collect on was rather humorous. Uh, uh, if they have a vehicle that's worth less than $2,000, you can't. Gonna go against that, but uh, snowmobiles and motorcycles are exempt. Okay. I just happened to I just happened to find out, but drive by a, a house six seven blocks away and saw his car there. Called this, uh, the, the the property records and found out uh, who the property owners were. Called the property owner and confirmed that he was living there, and he did have a motorcycle. <laughs> so I filed against that. He called me up at work and said, "There's something." We can do about this as they were loading up his motorcycle onto the trailer. <laughs> so he had to pay. He had to pay my judgment and the storage fees. And I'll tell you, it's very unusual to actually collect. I've heard horror stories from landlord friends of mine yeah. over the years. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for your call, by the way, John. Now, I've this is not news to me. It's news to a lot of people out there. Exactly how. Uh, both cities lean on uh, tenant uh, landlords, not tenants, landlords. Uh, they don't make life that much easier for tenants either. But against landlords, they certainly do. Let's take a break. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. Oh yeah, one segment to go, which means the fun is still just beginning. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas or pain or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years with the symptoms but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, oh, oh. Hi, I'm Kirby Scurrott. I'm a realtor with Remax Results. I have a system called the Worry-Free Listing. It offers flexible listing fees, no upfront costs, and you can cancel anytime. You can even sell your home yourself while listed and pay nothing. And if you're not happy, fire me. However, I think you'll be happy because my listings sell two times faster and most sell for full price or more. In fact, my team and I sell more homes in a month then the average realtor will sell in four years. That's over a home a day. I'm not trying to brag. I'm applying for a job. I want to be your realtor. We have a large database of qualified buyers looking for homes and may have a buyer looking for your home before it's even listed. For a free home evaluation, call Kirby Scurrot Remax Results, 612-444-1100. That's 612-444-1100. Flexible fees, no upfront costs, cancel anytime. Kirby Scurrot, 612-444-1100. Start packing. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Hey, just one quick reminder: three events coming up to 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 hip you to. Number one, tonight I'll be out at uh, Poor Richards at the Accruning for Cash benefit for the New Carlos Roman Caucus. Then a week from Tuesday, we've got Michelle Malkin coming to town. Tickets on sale. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot dot com. Buy them, buy them, buy them. Get them for your friends. Be there. Price ranges from uh, twelve eighty on the way up to the Elite VIP tickets. Either way, you're going to want to be there because we will drive you crazy telling you about it if you were not. Do it! Plus, my band, Elephant in the Room, two weeks from tonight out at the Stillwater Lounge and Lanes in, well, Stillwater. Make sure you're out there for that. So it's going to be a great, great couple weeks in events here in the world of AM12A, the Patriot, and of the Narn, and of GOP politics in Minnesota, and, of course, 
for yous truly. In fact, you could almost say that I am today in... In New Valley of the Thundering Park. Yeah, something like that. 651-289-4488. Join me, won't you please? Brad Carlson comes up tomorrow, 1 to 3. King Banyan, Saturdays. 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. I want to give you a little uh, piece of uh, information, not not just to, to elucidate media bias, not just to elucidate Democrat corruption in Minnesota government, but to show you why public sector jobs in the bureaucracy exist. This is something I want to get to at the top of the hour. So much stuff to talk about. I couldn't even get to all of it. I'll be talking about this at Shot in the Dark Info this coming week. Uh, this is what the, the Twin Cities media reported this uh, this past week or so. A Democrat legislature has resigned from a paid fellowship at the U of M amid questions over how he got the post. And the former Democratic lawmaker who hired him has resigned, been reassigned, rather, reassigned. Uh, by the way, this is being reported in Channel 4, but this is very similar to what was reported on Minnesota Public Radio. Representative Jamie Long, a freshman lawmaker from Minneapolis, who serves as a vice chair, of course, where else? As a vice chair, well, St. Paul, that's where else, or Bloomington, or Roseville, first tier, whatever, who serves as a vice chairman of an energy and climate committee, was hired in July as an energy research product specialist in the university's Institute on the Environment. He resigned this past week. He was hired by former state senator Ellen Anderson of St. Paul, my former senator, (laughs) uh, who I thought was bad until I got Sandy Pappas. (laughs) She was the executive director of the Institute's Energy Transition Lab until Tuesday when the university said she was reassigned to work on other projects, the St. Paul Pioneer Press reported. The shakeup was precipitated by GOP Representative Chris Swedzinski of Ghent, who made a public records request into Long's hiring. He received hundreds of pages of internal emails and docs suggesting that Anderson. Now, this is the part, by the way, up to this point where Chris Swedzinski actually did the business of holding government accountable, holding the bureaucracy accountable. The benefit of having a viable two-party system, which we still have at the state level in this state. The fact that Chris Swedzinski did some agitation that got Mr. Long fired and uh, former Senator Anderson reassigned was where the story ended with many local media outlets, with Fox 9, with Minnesota Public Radio, uh, with this sort of hanging assumption that Mr. Long, a, quote, expert on climate change, (laughs) uh, was railroaded out of office for political reasons. That's where the story ends. Alpha News reported the actual facts, and Channel 4, to its credit, goes on to uh, actually report some facts as well. Uh, He received hundreds of pages uh, for a work schedule of four days per week for seven months. Uh, The hundreds of pages that uh, Representative Swinsinski received suggested that Anderson had long in mind when crafting the position for a work schedule of four days a week for seven months long, was uh, expected to conduct research on Minnesota's clean energy system <laughs> and develop a clean energy legislative fellows program. $50,000 temp job was set to end just about the time the legislature returns to work in February. Huh. Start to being reported. Now, Channel 4 and the Strip got the information right that far, but that's where they ended. It stopped saying, no, it looks like they had him in mind, which is not unusual in the world of, of, of employment, even government employment. 
They left out the important part. As Alpha News report, quote, turns out before the position was even posted, Anderson was in touch with Long about the job. Anderson asked Long, uh, asked Long to write his own position description and dictate his own hours to align perfectly with when the legislature was not in session. Quote, any information you have about what would be optimal for you would be helpful, said Anderson in an April 1st email to Long, obtained via that public records request by by Representative Swadzinski, unmentioned by the other media. In the same email, Anderson appeared to suggest that a secret donor's money was specifically meant to employ Long while the legislature was not in session. The email mentioned money was given to, quote, start a legislative fellows program and hire Minnesota Representative Jamie Long. (laughs) The smoking, well, I can't say gun around Democrats. It'll trigger them as I can't say trigger. It'll dog whistle them. Uh, according to the Pioneer Press, the fellowship ultimately paid thirty three sixty five an hour and was funded by a grant the university received from a donor whose identity was redacted from school records released to the public. Huh. That would be about forty grand for seven months of work, a setup that may have violated ethics and campaign finance laws. Oh, do tell. Further proof. That the bureaucracy, the education system, the post-secondary education this state system in this state largely exists to transfer money from people to Democrats, the political class. Thank God for Representative Swedzinski doing what people in Minneapolis and St. Paul don't have, providing an alternative. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-691-9999. That's 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? 
Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. 